Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sci-Fi Unchained. Really quick, I just wanted to invite everyone to join our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Well, there is a Twitter, but I don't really use it that much. And to be honest, all I use Facebook and Instagram for is funny memes, a compelling conversation or two, and an occasional episode update. But anyway, come on over and join us and enjoy the episode. Okay, so I had a little bit of news, some channel news, and I wanted to go on another rant about space. So firstly, uh, I just saw the Godzilla vs. Kong trailer, and it is really stinking cool looking. Uh, I've had my doubts about this movie because of Kong's relatively smaller size compared to Godzilla in their respective movies, but... Here they are, almost the same size in the trailer. Uh, I don't think it's a retcon that most people would mind, uh, especially if the movie is good enough. And if that's the case, I'll probably agree. <laughs> uh, it is also rumored that Hera Syndulla from Rebels uh, and the most one of the most recent Star Wars games is rumored to replace Cara Dune in all the future properties you would have featured in. Uh, mostly the Rangers of the New Republic that uh, that she was slated to, uh, to be featured in next. I think this is a good choice, as Hera was a fan favorite and one of the only good things to come out of Rebels. I hated that show. Um, not to mention that she is a tie-in to the Clone Wars, having been a child. Uh, on Ryloth and uh, having her dad be being a freedom fighter on the home world of Ryloth for both the Clone Wars and the uh, Galactic Civil War. Uh, also rumored uh, is, uh, I'm going to butcher this dude's name, uh, but uh, Mina Masood, who played Aladdin in the recent Disney live-action remake, is also rumored to be playing Ezra Bridger, a, a grown-up version. If they do anything with this character, I I really hope they make him something better and more interesting than what we got in, in Rebels because he was one of the main reasons I absolutely could not stand that show. The, the plot armor around him was like Dragon Ball Z thick. Like, it, it, it was so annoying. Um, oh, also, I just saw the trailer for Paradise Lost, a game dealing with an alternate timeline in the uh, 1980s where a young boy discovers an abandoned Nazi bunker. Uh, this game is said to have elements that combine Slavic mysticism and retro-futuristic technology. The game is set to be released sometime later this year on Steam, uh, and it looks really cool, and it sounds even cooler. Being someone who very much enjoys this kind of uh, uh, this kind of thing, combining magic with tech and alternate timelines, very much looking forward to this game. Uh, so the WandaVision season finale is coming this Friday. Uh, stick around for my final two reviews and my uh, predictions for uh, episode nine. That's going to be coming out real soon. I just released my episode six review, 
Seven will be out soon enough, and I'll have eight out and a predictions episode out uh, before the grand finale here on Friday, uh, where I'll hold off for a few days before the releasing of the review to allow people to, uh, you know, time to watch it and catch up. Um, so the the space rant. I, I've been thinking a lot about nuclear power and how it could prove to be our our clear next step in technological innovation. Uh, if you do a little research, you'll find that ionized fusion would yield around the same amount of power emission as a chemical compound reaction, a combustible solution. And that has the added benefit of being able to run for longer periods of time, and it would require less energy input. Less, less compound input, right? This could power our spaceships almost indefinitely and do so much more safely. Uh, not to mention ionized fusion could be the next step in our perfection of uh, nuclear fission. Uh, not, not directly, but it could... Uh, it, the, the research and the innovation that goes into uh, perfecting ionized fusion uh, could lead us to make a, a sort of branch breakthrough uh, in the perfection of nuclear fission that could make harnessing nuclear power much more safe and uh, eco-friendly, all that good jazz. Uh, it could give us an insight also to cold fusion, which a lot of people are saying, uh, a, a lot of lead scientists are saying that isn't possible. It's it's not possible, um, especially at our level of technology. So I would I would love to see a breakthrough in that because we're talking about clean energy, the the cleanest and powerful energy. This this is clean energy that makes everything else look like children's toys. If uh, if this is the kind of route to uh, power generation and distribution. Uh, that could be achievable and managed. Uh, we could enhance our spacecraft to greater speeds and maneuverability. Trips to Mars could take mere weeks instead of estimated months. And we could have far greater sustainability in space uh, while the detrimental effects on our astronauts uh, is is more minimized uh, at the same time as prolonged habitation of space does have great effects on the bone and muscle density uh, and growth. And I, I know I've harped on about our need to venture out into the great unknown <laughs> for uh, resource harvesting. But um, I mean, just imagine what could be done to better the efforts of power generation through experimentation in zero gravity or alternative gravity, if we could conduct on Mars or other planets or moons that had their own gravitational force. Um, oh, also, something that uh, that sparked my, my interest in space backup is, uh, is I've been watching, watching a lot of old Command and Conquer cinematics and cutscenes. Uh, mostly for nostalgia and the fun of them, as they are kind of old and clunky, but they were always fun. So Tim Curry is in them, 
<laughs> and he, he plays this Russian uh, general. And he goes back in time, changes uh, something. He, he kills Einstein. He comes back, and he's the premier now. Uh, and they're fighting the, uh, the Empire of the Rising Sun in Japan and the Allied forces instead of, you know, the, the Nazis in, in Japan. So my favorite line he has is about how, how he's escaping to the one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. And, and he has this face twitchy thing for a while that Tim Curry does. And he goes, space! And that's, that's it. That's the whole cinematic, and it's amazing. Um, if you haven't played Command & Conquer, uh, you'll enjoy a good um, RTS game it, like Warcraft 3 or StarCraft 2. I highly re- recommend them. Uh, there, there's a, a bunch of them. I, I think you could get get a couple of them on Steam. Maybe not the older ones, as the graphics might be a bit too low res for more modern computers. Uh, to to emulate oh well maybe if you got an emulator you could do it uh it depends on what kind of system you have but i it, go play those games they're so much fun uh even when they're really stinking hard they're they're so much fun uh oh also i'll uh, i'll be having a few more guests on this week than i had previously planned on um, it's, it's going to be all nerd speak and, and, uh, we'll of course be talking WandaVision and Star Wars comics, uh, all that good jazz. So I am going to be having them on, uh, before I have on Mr. Goldberg on Saturday, the 6th to talk about his new book. So stick around for those episodes also. Uh, but that is all I had for this episode, guys. Just wanted to give you uh, a few more updates as uh, a lot of really awesome things are happening for the channel. So thank you so much for tuning back in and stick around for more Sci-Fi Unchained. But for now, live long and prosper, my friends, and may the Force be with us all. <laughs> Thank you.